0: Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich. Thank you so much for joining me this week. So it's Friday afternoon as I'm recording this, and I wanted to kind of do a weekly wrap-up and talk about a couple of things that I saw as themes over the week. Inside of Amplify, which is my mastermind that I get the pleasure of hosting, we have 15 incredible women who are in the cohort right now. And good news, we are going to open another cohort starting in June. So if you're listening to this and you would like more details, um, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook or send me an email to melissa at melissafroelich.com. And I would be happy to set up a call and just tell you a little bit more about it. So in that group this week, we had the pleasure of having my CPA and fractional CFO. Chief financial officer, Caitlin Eldridge, join us. And I invited her into that group of women for a very specific purpose, because one of the goals inside of Amplify is to really embrace, step into and embrace and amplify that next level version of your CEO self. Every woman in there is successful in her own right, Has proof of concept, is scaling or pivoting. And the thing that we are all working on collectively together is to continue to dial in to having a more clear, confident version of how we're showing up in our business and truly how we're treating our business like the incredible thing that it is instead of downplaying it. And so having somebody come in and talk about money was incredibly important to me and strategic because I know that that is something that I resist in lots of different ways in my business, whether it's celebrating money, whether it's really understanding my money and how to use it to grow my business or what to invest in next or what is possible and how to forecast and all the things. And I found that I needed to have a better relationship with the understanding of my money. However, that wasn't my zone of genius. Otherwise, I would have become a CPA or I'd be a financial advisor. And that is not what I wanted to do and nor should I be doing that. And so investing in the right person to partner with to help bring expertise in that area so that I could be a more empowered version of my CEO self through understanding my money and what was going on with it better was an incredibly important step in my journey. So I brought Caitlin in because I wanted her to just have some real talk with the ladies and say, here's what you should be thinking about at this stage of your business. And you may have parts and pieces of this. And here's when you should consider X versus Y. And let's just talk about some of the things. And she was so incredibly generous with just kind of pulling back the curtain and talking about money and how to start building a team of experts around you and what that looks like in an ideal situation and what to do first. And and we had some really candid conversations. And one of my favorite parts of all of this was the conversations that were happening afterwards. Over in our private Slack channel and Amplify. And the women were sharing what was coming up for them because, you know, as a follow on to this, I I kind of put a recap. Challenge question into the group and ask them to to really think about one thing that they would be willing to prioritize to enhance their understanding and relationship with money and finances in their business and to share that. And so it was really cool to see the the discussion start to open up and then the private Voxers that were coming in. Because oh by the way, when you are inside of Amplify, which is my highest level group capacity kind of container, you also get private access to me through Voxer. So it's a really cool high hybrid opportunity to build that that sisterhood and and have that connection but then also to coach with me privately on a deeper level and and take that collective abundance of ideas and learnings and collaboration and then take it deeper. So anyway, because of those conversations both in Slack and on Voxer, it really really inspired me, I guess, to find time to record this podcast this afternoon, because I wanted to bring full circle this conversation and say, money is a very, very important piece of your growth as a business owner. And from the mindset coach perspective, I want to say that it would be odd if you didn't Have some type of resistance around it. So, I want to normalize that and say that part of the work of building a better relationship with your money is identifying where the relationship is hard. Where is the resistance coming from? And part of it is going to potentially be I just don't understand it. And part of it is going to be potentially some deep rooted things that maybe are inherited from generations or potentially your parents or maybe a relationship that you were in previously. But I want you to just go into it with a curiosity and say, I know that this is an important strategy in growing my business and deepening my respect for myself as the CEO or as the leader or the founder or whatever title you want to give to yourself, but this person who's leading this business. Because if you're listening to this podcast, your business is not a hobby, your business is something that you're really passionate about, and you probably should be a heck of a lot more proud than you are even starting to give yourself credit for. I had the opportunity and just the pleasure of also being invited into a mastermind earlier this week with a group of women who are incredibly successful in their industry. And I was humbled at one moment when I was looking at the group and noticing that collectively in that quote-unquote Zoom room of women, there was probably upwards of $8 million in annual revenue represented by 10 women, okay? And it was such an honor to be there and talk about next levels of growth in terms of their CEO development, in terms of how they were really seeing themselves as the business owner. And it was incredible to also see that even at that stage of their journey, many of these women had been in business for eight years, 10 years, 12 years, so they were not new to the game. And they had very, very successful business models that were absolutely just astonishing to learn about. However, the thing that was interesting and that was a commonality at that stage of business and the stage of business that I work with on the other end of the spectrum, which is that person who's been in business for one to two years, and they really want to grow and they want to really understand the CEO mindset. Both of those women, although at different ends of the spectrum per se, weren't giving enough credit to what they had already built. And a lot of this came back to money, like almost being ashamed of how much they were generating in their business. Sure, it was you know impactful for what was possible for their family and the legacy they were creating, but they weren't talking about it. This wasn't a lesson in, hey, I want you to go and shout this from the rooftops and tell everybody about your bank account, because I think that frankly is a little bit gross. And I'm really tired of that marketing strategy of look at my bank account, because your bank account, quite frankly, is not a true reflection of your success because that's not showing me the transformations and the relationships you're building with your clients and all of those things. But that's another podcast. Anyway, what I mean is it was like, how are you downplaying it in your own life? How are you downplaying it around just the way that you talk about who you are and what you've created instead of, yeah, I have an online business instead of, you know, I'm the founder of an online business and We have a team of X, and we are really sustainable, and we're growing, and we're providing impact in this way, in this pit way. Like, not many of us pause long enough to give ourselves credits. We quickly downplay what we've created, and so. The little tiny homework here or challenge to you could be like where am I downplaying my success and how is that also tying into maybe my fears around money? Is it because the culture that I grew up in, we women didn't make the money? Is it in my religion women aren't supposed to make money? Is it because my parents didn't have money and now I'm making money, I feel some shame around that? Is that because I grew up in a family where we lived paycheck to paycheck and I'm scared to even look at how much is in the bank because if I identify that, that's going to take me down a path of looking at only how much time can I live on that chunk of money instead of having a greater relationship and saying the amount of opportunity that is available to me is endless, right? Embracing that abundance mindset. And that's going to take work. And there's going to be days where that's not on the docket for you. That's not something you want to do. I'm just talking about practices that we can start bringing into our life and our awareness and our curiosity so that we can creates a stronger foundation when it comes to how we're showing up as the CEOs in our business, but also how we're feeling about money. And it's going to be interesting as you embark on this journey, if you choose to, what may come up, right? Sometimes it's like, wow, I have a massive scarcity mindset when it comes to money and I want to save every penny and I never reinvest it in my business. Where other people are on the other side of that and they're every penny that they earn, they feel this desire and need to invest it back into the business, but they're not creating any type of buffer. And so we talked about that in the call with Caitlin. Like what is a buffer look like to you? And I shared that for me, it was having three months of operating expenses. That felt really important to me, always having in a savings account or having an abundance in my accounts of three months of operating expenses. Other people talked about for them, it was being able to cover employee wages or other people talked about it was three months of what was equivalent to their corporate salary. There's all kinds of different things that, each person is going to need in order to feel some security and some peace. So you could start there. All right, what is a goal for me to create a reserve in my business finances? And how long would it take me to do that roughly and setting succession goals so that you can get there over time? But in order to do that, you need to know about your money. How much is your business costing to run, right? What is your revenue, but also what is your true net profit? And do you understand all those terms? And it's okay if you don't. Absolutely okay. And maybe that's a priority that, hey, within the next six months, I really want to bring somebody into my team who can start to provide that financial support that isn't my zone of genius. And quite frankly, most likely should not be. So I just wanted to bring this conversation here to to my greater audience because I think it is so incredibly important and encourage you to look at what is your current relationship with money look like in your business and how how can you start getting curious so that you can enhance that and then start just paying attention to the fears that might be coming up, the limiting beliefs, the narratives and jotting them down somewhere. And that can be enough. And so you're just kind of taking some inventory and then starting to create a system or a cadence of looking at your numbers. Because when you start to really spend time looking at your numbers and understanding what's actually happening in your business from a quantitative standpoint, you're going to make decisions differently. You're going to make more empowered decisions. You're going to make decisions like the future version of the CEO that you're becoming because you're going to see what's possible right now. You're going to be able to decide, can I invest in this or is this smarter to wait for Q4? You're going to be able to understand how to make more informed projections in terms of cash flow. And you're just going to have a greater ease and exhale of feeling at peace if you start looking at your money. And if you're like me two years ago, and you're listening to this, you'd be like, but that's the thing I don't want to do. I don't even want to open my bank account. I don't even want to look at my money. And it was always weird because my business was generating revenue and there was money in there. But for some reason, there was so much resistance around it. And come to find out that's really normal. And I was appreciative to talk to other people who also shared that with me. And now I can be in a mastermind with women who are finally expressing these things and say, oh my gosh, it's really normal. And they can sit in front of a CPA and somebody who does finances for a living, and she can say, and that's really normal. And here are some ways that we can logically and logistically navigate those things. And here are some data that we can look at to help understand a different story. And we talked about things yesterday in the guest expert session about how money metrics get distorted in marketing online. Like I had a 100K launch, but nobody's talking about, well, how much should it actually cost to put the launch on? And what did you actually net from that launch? Or people are starting to brag about their success based on the fact that they paid their tax bill in full. And it cracked me up because a couple of women were like, yeah, and when I'm seeing that, the thing that comes to mind is like, well, were you not paying your tax bill the rest of the year? Were you not doing quarterly taxes? Or are you not an S Corp and you're paying in regularly? And so it was just interesting to have these conversations and kind of normalize some of the, the questions that are coming up from those of us that are a little bit more tuned in so the thing about it is you have to be careful in terms of the marketing and how people are using money to i would really say create vanity metrics to be quite honest because unless you understand the metrics and understand your money you're not getting the full story. So it'd be really easy to look at your net profit and feel like, oh my gosh, it's not what it was last year. But unless you're thinking about, well, wait a second, I wasn't an S Corp last year, and I wasn't paying myself as a W2 employee, and I need to make sure and add my salary back in. And so that's going to change that number drastically. Those things are important to understand, to be more informed, to be more empowered and understand your business and what is possible and what's actually happening, right? Because again, we're probably downplaying it. Because that's what's safe. We don't talk about things we don't fully understand. So how can you understand your relationship with money better than you did three months ago and this time last year? And then how do you, can you increase that relationship with your money and your money mindset? And a lot of that is going to come with facing it and getting curious about it and then figuring out where the patterns are and the stories that are making it uncomfortable for you. So I hope that you have found this to be helpful today and maybe a little bit of a like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only person who's thinking this and and grateful to be hearing that this conversation is happening. It's happened for me and it continues to happen for me and it happens inside of my programs and that if you found this helpful, come let me know in the DMs because that is honestly the best thing in the world because I'm like, yay, somebody was touched by this recording and it makes it all worth it. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. And I would just love to hear about you know some money mindset things that are coming up for you and kind of how you're getting curious about it or how you're navigating this path to becoming a more empowered CEO. All right. Thank you so, so much. And I will be right here next week with another episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Up Level Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafroelich.com. See you here next week.